0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005. Commonwealth Games, less than 100 days to go now. So a host of sports are naming their athletes and their squads uh, for the games. And uh, one of our great teams is the Netball Diamonds. And... Uh, They'll be looking to get revenge for four years ago when they finished with the silver behind England. They've named their squad, and their coach, Stacey Marinkovic, has been good enough to join us this morning. Morning, Stacey. Morning. I'd imagine this was a pretty tough squad to pick because you've got a lot of talent to pick, and you've got to narrow it down.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's just a credit to what the Suncourt Super Netball is producing and um, the calibre of players that are across the competition.
0: I guess it's going to be tough because you've got to cut it back even further. And the interesting part is you've got to make this decision before the team goes into camp. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it is. So um, I guess that's why we've gone a a slimmer squad at the moment um, is that we do have to make another cut. And um, really it's, I guess, reflective of of the investment that we've made in in some of the combinations that we've had at the quad series and, and seeing the progression of some players, uh, through the Suncourt Super Netball and and just seeing what point of difference do we need to keep adding to that
0: variation. You mentioned uh, players that have you know put their name up in the Super Netball competition. I mean, there's always great stories in any squad that is selected to represent Australia, but the story of Danelle Wellham is, is unbelievable. The fact that she has come along so quickly and is in this squad. Just just for those that don't know her story, just give us a quick snapshot.
1: Yeah, I, I guess Danelle played basketball um, as a junior and has only really transitioned to netball uh, in her early 20s. And and from there, she's been a a product of uh, the Netball WA State League. Uh, And I guess for her to make that next step, um, she was a train on with the West Coast Fever, but she needed the opportunity to play um, at an elite level. So she went over to the UK and played with the lead Rhinos over there and, and then has come back into Australia. And, fortunately was able to um, be given a train on position with the, the fibers and then with Romelda Aiken's pregnancy has been given a a full contract. So, you know, she's, she's a, a player, I guess that soon as she's given an opportunity, you can see this competitiveness come out in her and, and a, and a self-confidence that, you know, she goes out and makes the most of it.
0: Have you been surprised by her rise or did you always see the talent there?
1: I think, you know, for what we'd seen in the last couple of years, we knew that there was capacity and and certainly a capability. I guess the thing that was unseen um, by uh, quite a few people is what did that look like against the absolute elite netballers uh, in the world, and I guess we're seeing that now firsthand. And I think when you see how she's growing game to game. It certainly that that's not her final destination yet, and uh, I think she's learning an incredible amount in a firebird's environment.
0: I guess the, the other part of the story, we're speaking to Diamonds coach Stacy Marinkovich, It's a great story in terms of where she come from, and, and the fact Indigenous woman has been 32 years since an Indigenous Australian has represented the Diamonds. So it's, uh, it's a great story in more ways than one
1: yeah absolutely and i think you know that's the part where i guess you you want to make sure that um our pathway is is inclusive that there's no limitations as to who and and i guess where you come from to be able to play at an elite level and you know for danelle to make that transition and to show um you know the first nations people that anything is possible it certainly i think shows you know a great Uh, She's a great role role model And when you've got perseverance and determination um, That you know You you can conquer your dreams
0: It's a very uh, shooter heavy squad That you've named so far So 18's got to be stripped back to 12 For the Commonwealth Games 7 of the 18 are shooters What What was the sort of reasoning behind that?
1: yeah I guess we actually need to see the balance of our group and and once we start to really evolve what the final team looks like, then we can see what combinations we need to put in place. I think there's you know an elite caliber of shooters in the competition, which is a credit to the growth of um, you know the depth that we've had over the last couple of years. and um, I guess you know we've got, Different makeups and, and how we want to play the game. So, just as the season progresses and we start to finalise what midcourt will be feeding them and, and things like that, then we can get a, a better understanding of what we think is going to be the final product.
0: How important is in your squad is is versatility? And is that is that something that, that might have hurt someone like Kim Revellian and why they might have just missed out on selection?
1: Um, certainly, we do look at versatility. I think, you know, with the way that COVID is, as soon as a player gets COVID, you're out of the competition. And, and obviously, with injuries and things like that, you don't want to be robbing Peter to play, play ball. You, you want to have your best players in, in their starting positions. And um, if things move around, you want to still make sure that there's that consistency and performance. So it's it's something that we look at in terms of how versatile our combinations can be. Um, but there's so many other factors that go into selection. The midcourt's just hotly contested mm-hmm. and there's a lot of good performances across the league.
0: And just with Kim, it's been a fantastic return to the court following you know the birth of her first child. She's been playing some great netball so I'm assuming she must have been pretty close.
1: Yeah, absolutely and I think there's you know quite a few players that are on the the brink. We had three midcourters that have actually just fallen outside of the squad and It's not that those players are doing a lot wrong. Um, And I guess, as I said, we've got an investment into some players and and combinations. Um, But also, there's a holistic view into what we're putting out on court. And, um, you know, these players are getting really good attacking numbers, but we need to see a list in what they're doing defensively. And I guess you also got to think about what does their style of running or movement and things like that combine with the rest of the group.
0: You've obviously played a a lot of netball as a team since 2018 and and, and had played a lot of successful netball as well. But I guess when it's things like Commonwealth Games, it's not like week-to-week netball. You don't get the chance to atone uh, within seven days. So it's a a long four-year wait when you don't walk away with the the ultimate reward at at Commonwealth Games level.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's the responsibility you take in taking a position within the Diamonds as a player or even a staff member is that there is no second place for... what we're trying to accomplish and and we're well aware that, you know, whilst there's a world number one ranking next to our name, the group, um, along with myself, have to earn um, that title, I guess. And we've got to work out how we're contributing to that long legacy of the Diamond success and, um, you know, we're certainly committed in doing that.
0: How much does that add a pressure, that long legacy of success or does it – or you just walk into a – a program and a culture that is, is so strong because that that's the expectation?
1: I think there's definitely an understanding of the expectation. Um, and I think the, the beauty about the Diamonds is when they come in, it doesn't matter if they're the 18th player or or the first one that walks out on the court, it's everyone thinking about how they're contributing to the end product. And I think that's the strength of, of what Diamonds creates. Um, certainly it's been a new group um, since I've come in and, we've had to, uh, I guess, really solidify what we represent and how does that culture, as I said, contribute to to that Diamond's legacy.
0: And just looking at another good story from the squad, we're speaking to Stacey Marinkovic, the coach of the Australian Diamonds, the uh, 18-member squad, the preliminary squad for the Commonwealth Games has been named. That has to be cut for 12 by the time uh, the Commonwealth Games begin. Uh, Another good story, shooter Kira Austin coming back from an ACL injury. It's been a great return as well
1: yeah and I think that just shows you know her level of professionalism and and what she's done um in the background to be able to get herself playing to such a standard out on court um You've certainly seen her game progress from round one to to five, and it just goes to show you really need to be out there playing in the elite competition to get that game sense and and being able to put yourself under that pressure and, and see what happens to your skill set Um, I think she's, you know, continuing to grow, but, you know, certainly moving really well and, and, you know, going to the post strongly.
0: Outside of super netball form, what what else do you look for between now and and when you have to trim the squad down?
1: Yeah, I guess, you know, you're looking for now players to really step up their performance and and that consistency, I guess, holistically across the positions in which they play. Uh, You're looking to see that there's, um, you know, a real... Uh, commitment of the the diamond skill set, um, which they're well well across, and it doesn't matter what club team you play for or what um, strategies are put in place. There's a a level and a standard that we're expecting to see out on court week in week out. So it's uh, yeah, as as the the competition tightens up you know there's teams now that are, are trying to get wins you want to see what players look like under more pressure and you know i hope the competition continues to to challenge and that we have some really close games because i think that's where we get our greatest growth as, as a team
0: and with the commonwealth games we see some sports in there that are that are also olympic sports and then we see some other sports like netball that's that's not an olympic sport that's it's a, a commonwealth game sport so how big is a Commonwealth Games gold medal in the sport of netball?
1: Yeah, the Commonwealth Games is a marquee event for us. It's, it's obviously got the best teams in the world. And, and as you say, you, you work hard for four years to walk away with that gold medal. So along with uh, that and our World Cup, they're, they're our primary targets. And they're certainly the, the medals that we want back in the cabinet.
0: Well, Stacey, thanks for your time this morning. As we said off the top, it's uh, not easy trimming a squad down to eighteen with so much talent. You got to trim it down to twelve as well. But it, I guess as a coach, it's it's not the worst problem to have. Uh, good luck over the coming months, and we can't see can't wait to see the Diamonds in action uh, in the Com Games.